Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Hello. 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 I've missed you. Have you? Yeah, I really have. Me too. <laughs> Do you know, it's like, it's like the hottest day of the year. Claire, and you're in a black hoodie. What the hell is going on? So, under the black hoodie is a bikini. No way. Yeah. <laughs> so nobody needs to see that. Well, do you know yeah. what's happening at my house? Tell, tell me. The missus wants to do a barbecue. So she said to me, "Now listen, I want you out of the way because I need to get to know my grill." <laughs> That's what she said. I need to get to know my grill. Because she's just bought a new barbecue. She needs to get to grips. She was like... Love it. Went, you won't understand it because obviously I don't cook, as you both know. She was like, I've got to get to know the Definitely. grill. And I was like, what kind of creepy statement is that? What are you going to do with the grill to get to know it? She was like, I want to understand my tools. <laughs> I want to do, understand the temperature. I've just got to get to know the grill. So if you wouldn't mind just leaving me to it. Which is fair enough. I'm a cook. But why do you need to be out of the way? Do you reckon she's one of those people who fancies inanimate objects? I think she might be. <laughs> no. She just wants to crack on without anyone interrupting her. It's more the point, yeah. I reckon. I know, because she knows I'll be, like, mm-hmm. fannying around, going, oh, blah, you would. blah, blah. And she just, she wants yeah, to concentrate on it. I have noticed in the past she's been given the glad eye to a hob of them. Yeah. I think we might be onto something here. I know, that'll explain why we've got uh, two microwaves. <laughs> oh, that's just getting weird now. <laughs> I know. Anyway, anyway, hello, yeah. you two. Podcast Hi. friends slash real friends. Yeah, thanks. The real friend should have come first. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. Does um, she keep the microwaves in different rooms? Is she having an affair? <laughs> is she cheating on one microwave with the other? Oh, dear. Do they know of each Honestly, other's existence? She is properly obsessed with her utensils and, you know, bits of kit for cooking in a way that makes me feel left out, I'll be honest with you. I think, never mind, should we stop recording and you get onto a couple's bloody therapist? <laughs> anyway. So what anyway. is it, Steph? Well, I'm, I'm jealous of what of who. Not so much the who. <laughs> you know what's just happened? Sorry, I got slightly distracted there. My little one's just come in and he's just snuck past me, <laughs> grabbed himself... Grabbed himself a crunchy. It's bedtime, by the way. It, he's just been in the shower, ready for bed. Grabbed himself a crunchy and tried to sneak away. Then doubled back on himself and to make it better, he's just brought me one. Oh, what a genius. 
What a boy. He's, he's clever, really, isn't that he? That is so clever because he knows you'll probably eat it. Therefore, what can you do? Bedtime crunchy. What can I do? You'll tell him not to have it. No, but then she can't have hers, can she, Jeff? Get with it. Yeah, but it's, it's, not, it's not her bedtime. It's not a bedtime crunchy for Claire. <laughs> That's acceptable. Oh, it's acceptable for me. Yeah, sure. It, yeah, but he's bedtime crunchy for no, him. I mean, what time is it? Exactly. Of course, bedtime. Well, do you know what? <laughs> have you got that Friday feeling? Will you stop bloody waving? Are you Sorry, waving? I'm waving. <laughs> <laughs> have your neighbours just socially distanced and walked yeah, by? Yeah, my neighbours are just passing now. <laughs> Honestly, they're still bringing round bacon. So do you know what the latest thing is? <sighs> Cherry and almond, like, sliced. Oh, oh, my God. And it was so moist. <laughs> Look at Claire's face. I don't know why, why. I do love saying the word moist, though, because it's one of those words that makes people feel uncomfortable. But it's not rude. Steph? Yeah? Why do you take such pleasure in making people uncomfortable? Are you a sociopath? (laughs) (laughs) But it is funny, isn't it? Just It's funny, but it's mean if you're just saying things to make people feel uncomfortable in your presence. (laughs) This podcast isn't... um, What, moist? It isn't fair and well for you and your partner. (laughs) You're just being... You're both being labelled as lots of things. Yeah, my missus has been labelled as one of yeah, those freaks who fancies microwaves. There's going to be a Channel 5 series about her before we know he's it. Ins- he's insinuating all sorts tonight. Number one. Claire, Object. have a look at Jeff now. If I see him twiddle his tash once more. <laughs> and you before the end of this episode. <laughs> it's a beard. Jeff, do you know what? Mm-hmm. I can barely see your eyes. Never mind anything else. It could be anything. That's just a creature on your face. I've just realised, yes. Imagine this in a bloody hot day like this. It's worse than that Gruffalo bloody costume I was in last week. <laughs> I've had so many people get in touch with me this week saying, oh, I was in a Gruffalo costume. And some of, some of my old friends from the festival days oh have been in touch saying, oh, I remember that weekend. I remember seeing you dragged across the field. <laughs> I love that. But, but, anyway, back to my defence. Number one, Steph said... I like making people uncomfortable, so fair enough, fair comment. Number two, I I don't have any problem, live and let live. If people want to fancy inanimate objects, whether it be microwaves, grills outside, that's fine. I didn't call them freaks. Steph called them freaks. Do you know what? The Daily Express article headline that's going to come from this. Revelation. (laughs) Steph reveals trouble at home with partner's microwave. Yeah. But the thing is, I didn't say I like making people feel uncomfortable. I said I like the way the word moist makes people feel uncomfortable. I didn't say I liked making people feel uncomfortable. Hang on, I'm just going to go and get a hair and start splitting it. Bloody hell. (laughs) Anyway, should we talk about the podcast? Oh, yeah. (laughs) So... This week, we're talking about (laughs) misusing things at work or getting in trouble for using something that you shouldn't have or a misunderstanding at work because you've done something that's been taken the wrong way by the boss or HR or whoever. And the reason I want to talk about this is because of the best story of the last 12 months, which is Claire... Preparing for my baby shower, which I knew nothing about. It was an amazing surprise. But in her attempt to create a very <laughs> funny quiz, and she's covering her face now because she knows, <laughs> she knows <laughs> what happened. Yeah, Claire, the floor is yours. The floor is mine. So I didn't have a printer at home that worked. So I thought, do you know what? 
I've got everything nearly ready. I just need to print out a couple of things. I think I'll do it <laughs> whilst at work. So, I was on my lunch. I was clocked out. And it can be proved I was clocked out. And All I, right, I, I brought up, like, I went into my personal... I know. No, no, no. Just in case. You never know. Um... So I had it on my personal emails. So it was a it was a baby shower game, right? There was several of them, but I'd kind of sorted most of them out. But one of them was pictures of women's faces. And you had to guess whether they were in labour or whether it was a porn shot. So whether it was a still from a porn shot. So... <laughs> So you just had the faces? Yeah, 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 I just had the faces. A woman's face, uh-huh. and you had to decide whether they were having a baby or... or having, having, having an, an orgasm. orgasm. Basically, having sex, having an orgasm. Mm-hmm. Apparently the look's all the same. I did terribly on this game, I'll be honest. Because, <laughs> Jeff, the expression is very similar. I mean, I don't know how many orgasms you've seen, yeah. but... <laughs> or how many women in labour. About the same. So what I had to do... <laughs> So what I had to do is obviously not label it, you know, porn or sex or, you know, labour. I tried to rename it, so I tried to take all of that out. But when but when it went to print, I totally panicked. Honestly, I nearly died. I thought the, the systems, the IT systems were all going to flag me. It was awful. I totally panicked. I had a colleague at work. <laughs> I had to interrupt him. I was like, oh my God, can you help us with this? I was mortified. I've got porn coming out. I've got out porn coming out of the printer. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? Totally panicked. But not because of the photos, because you know what? That's, that's okay. It was the, the, the fear that the words were there and that had gone through the system. It was the keywords. I think I'd be more worried about the faces. Oh, no, it's fine. <laughs> fine. Like, honestly, Claire thought she was going to get fired. She was like, I'm oh, really boss, panicked. thinking I've been printing porn and I, I like, I haven't. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was so funny. But you have. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's not split hairs, Jeff. Let's not. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. It was an awkward it, moment. I love that mm-hmm. story. And it got me thinking about other misuses at work. So we have got some absolutely brilliant stories on this. One person got in contact with us who is the manager of a call centre. Mm-hmm. And one of the members of staff, they had to pull into the office. They, they sat them down because they'd been looking at a porn site but it was an old woman who worked in the call center oh and and she was like well you know maybe that's fair play you know we can't say old people don't look at porn and literally she was like she's the quietest timidest person and she's been looking at porn on a computer so she sat this woman down in her office and was like, oh, you know, I just need to talk to you about what you've been looking at on the internet. And of course, the way you have to do it in HR now is you can't just bollock someone, can you? You've got to kind of ask them if they're all right. How's things at home and all that, just to see if there's like some type of issue. So she sits her down. She's like, is everything all right at home? She's like, yeah, it's fine. Why? You know, are you, you know is there anything you're struggling with? That type of thing. She went, well, I am struggling to find a wallet for my um, my daughter's birthday. She's like, right, okay. She said, she wants this Quicksilver one. But every time I search Quicksilver, it brings up a porn site. No. And it turns out there is a porn site called Quicksilver. It's obviously also the brand of like a surfing whatever no. brand, isn't it? <laughs> but it's also... A porn site. So this little old woman had been looking for a wallet 
and getting a bit of How's Your Father on a screen. That's a good cover story that she had planned for a long time, though. I mean, though. it is. It's very quick. <laughs> very quick. But then the HR person's <laughs> in a real hole. Because they've got, yeah. oh, I've just dragged you in and I had to make something up, presumably. Yeah, so obviously, this she wasn't intending to look at Pom, but you're right, Jeff. Maybe she was, and this was a cover story. Maybe she was. That was quick. Steph, I'm wondering whether when your other half is looking at an Argos catalogue, that's porn to her. <laughs> and you just haven't realised <laughs> it. Gonna... You've been wondering all these years, why is she so keen on that bloody Argos catalogue? Do you know what? I just thought she quite liked those little pens. You know, I thought she just liked stealing <gasps> oh, those little pens yes. in the shop. Yes. It's not, is it? Oh, God. She wants to have a good old... Uh, Good old feel of the catalogue. <laughs> I worked at Argos for a Christ- uh, two Christmases. I was sacked. There was that year when those neck cushions that people fly with, they kind of first came out and they were flying off the shelves and I was in the warehouse. And so there was a massive pile of them. And the uh, the manager one time woke me up. She was doing a tour of the of the warehouse with some bigwigs from head office. And I was fast asleep in the neck cushions. That was the end of my uh, Argos career, I'm afraid. <laughs> Couldn't you say that that was, you know, some type of quality control testing, though? You were just mm-hmm. checking they were actually good you for sleeping. You were quick enough? I was just too honest. God. That was when I was at uni and that was my uh, winter job when I was uh, back home in Preston. <laughs> oh, that's expected. So, speaking of Preston, I was, I was doing a quiz with my okay. friends and I knew we were going to be chatting about misusing stuff at work. And they all used to work at this uh, cinema at the Multiplex when it first opened. They were all working there together. And Mick told us about this guy and they all backed him up. They said... He was the security guard. Part of the story wasn't very nice. Apparently, he did a number two in the ice cream chest freezer. What? <laughs> I know, I know. What? And it got served as ice cream? No, what no, no, no. They just, what? He just did it. But my favourite story in terms of misusing stuff at work, they had their big grand opening in Preston, you know, if there's such a thing. And they had a big red carpet for whatever dignitary, the mayor or something, coming to cut the ribbon. So the, Did he shit on it? He, did, he didn't. And there's a good reason why not, because as soon as the ceremony was over, he rolled up the red carpet, put it in the back of his car, took it home, and he did his stairs and landing with it. No. <laughs> oh. Oh, dear. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. 
Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Oh my God, people misusing things is hilarious. Um, can I tell you another one I've got, which is Brill? Go, Go for on. it. So let me just get the message up about this. That um, Oh, sorry, I was going to say while we're waiting, that red carpet just totally broke a weird lockdown dream that I've been ha- that I had about me, you and Roisin. Steph. And what, did we shit on a red carpet? No, we definitely did not. But um, it was bizarre. It was a huge, massive, glamorous red carpet event. And we were wearing like proper ball gown type. It was huge. It was, it was somewhere like Cannes. It, it was really, really, really random. And there was somebody else in the dream, but I can't remember who it was. It was somebody from the dancing world who we wouldn't normally like drink with. Was it Michael Flatley? No, it wasn't. Were we getting an Oscar? No, it was... A BAFTA? No, but we were... An Emmy? We got got ready in this apartment block and the apartment black was... Does this get any more interesting, Claire? Nah, it really doesn't. Right, let's move on. It doesn't get any more interesting. Just broke my dream. You little shit. (laughs) I also had a dream that I swam the channel. I I was being told I had to swim the channel. For what purpose? I can't remember. I was being told that I had to swim the channel. It was something that I had to do, and I was just like, I'm not doing it because I'm scared of sharks. I'm just not doing it. So did you do did it? I? No way, nah. So your no. dream was not swimming the channel? <laughs> yeah, but it was me telling them that I'm, I'm just not swimming the channel. I just It was just bizarre, I know. So this message we've had in... Back to the podcast. Yeah. In our old office, we had a guy who was an enthusiastic bodybuilder. He was enormous and it clearly occupied most of his life to the point that throughout the working day, he would sit at his desk constantly consuming endless protein shakes and mounds of chicken. Along with the muscles, one of the consequences of this unusual diet was astonishing flatulence. He was a loud and gregarious guy, so he took great delight in the potency and audible volume of his emissions. Lovely chap. One day, sat at his desk, he farted, but unbeknownst to us, he'd followed through with the kind of results you'd expect from a protein shake and heavy chicken diet. (laughs) He snuck off to the toilet where he locked himself in a cubicle, stripped down and cleaned himself up as best he could. He put his trousers back on, now going commando. He was clearly left with his soiled boxer shorts to dispose of. He was reluctant, for obvious reasons, to simply put them in the bin, but he couldn't just walk out of the bathroom either. So being a tall guy, he settled on the next best thing, which was to reach up and move aside Mm. one of the plastic tiles in the suspended ceiling. He then simply threw the offending boxes up into the ceiling, where they must have laid until the building was demolished a few years ago. That is absolutely rank. I know. That is revolting. That isn't even the misusing anything story. Wouldn't you just go home? Yeah, but he's not going to leave the toilets with these offending boxer shorts in his hand and he's not going to put them in his pocket. It reminds me, uh, my wife was working in Middlesbrough recently. and Way, um, Middlesbrough! There you go. Uh, anyway, she was told <laughs> by somebody about working in a very high-profile uh, high street store. Uh, they took a break and went to the toilet, uh, locked themselves in the cubicle, noticed that there was a tile askew above them, and uh, investigated and found that somebody had left (laughs) some crab sticks and a porn magazine. (laughs) (laughs) No way! They're getting a 
off on crab sticks and porn. Well, well, getting off on the... Well, I don't know. Maybe he was... Do you reckon they sniff the crab sticks and it's like some type of crustacean eroticism? My 14-year-old daughter listens to this podcast, Steph. <laughs> Claire's not the fine as well. Absolutely repulsed. The hood is over the head, practically. It's just making it feel sick. Like... <sighs> It's just disgusting. I'm not prudish for what uh, at all, but that's rank. Can I tell you the rest of this story about the butt? No. This? It might just have been peckish. <laughs> <laughs> no. Nah. Story's done. Can I tell you the rest of the story? Because he, he actually hasn't... I haven't got to the bit where he's misused something at work. That was oh, just right, okay. to Carry him on. so that you understand. So he obviously misused the roofing. He's misusing his toilet time. That's what he's doing. He's misusing his toilet time. Listen to this bit of the story. Being a bodybuilder, he wanted to make some extra cash by getting on the books of butlers in the buff. You know the kind of thing, muscly blokes, stripped to the tight pants, except for a bow tie and cuffs, giving out drinks at low rent corporate dues, right? He needed to audition, but for reasons that escaped me, he couldn't see the head honcho in person. However, he did agree to see him via Skype. And by see him... I mean, obviously wanted to see him, underlined word C, bold letters, italics, the lot, right? This was in the days before FaceTime. So without the means to Skype him at home, he had to resort to the only place where he knew there was Kit, the meeting room at work. So one lunchtime, off he went to the meeting room where his mates from IT had set it all up. He strips off, strikes a couple of poses, ripples every sinew and then signs off trouble is it was a really small office with glass windows and everyone watched him do it oh god he emerged to a huge round of applause (laughs) fair play (laughs) i mean if he's going to be doing it anyway in public he might as well get it you know he probably loved it you know wandering around the place with his big daft muscles ah God, I can't be asked that. And of course he knew there were bloody glass windows and that everyone could see him. You know, oh. It's, I mean, he's got muscles like that in the first place. And he's doing this yeah. audition. He's complete exhibition. It's quite obviously. And the idea that he's embarrassed in any way by people watching him through the glass is just absolute nonsense. And anyway, when did men have to suddenly have all these bloody muscles? Why is it ripped? God almighty. It wasn't like that when I was growing up. Nobody was bloody ripped except Arnold Schwarzenegger and Lou Ferrigno and that was it. God, the vanity of it makes me sick. Jeff's big rant of the podcast. <laughs> But what it does make me think, what it does make me think is how odd this whole business about when you start misusing (laughs) stuff at work. There's that weird moment when you've been at work for quite a long time and you start thinking that you own this stuff that's around you. Or even if you don't own it, it's kind of yours to do what you will with. So another friend last night in the meeting, he's a locksmith now, but he trained as a chemist and he, he worked for BP back in the day in the lab. And he said that when somebody would go to the toilet, they'd watch them go in. And they'd sneak in. And if they'd gone into the cubicle, they'd sneak up and pour liquid nitrogen onto the floor by their feet. Liquid nitrogen, dry <laughs> ice. So, of course, some poor sod every time comes running out with their kecks around their ankles. I mean, that would be if you suddenly saw the floor filling with smoke. I mean, you'd shit yourself, but you're in a good place to shit yourself. But you wouldn't be because you'd be up off the toilet and out the door. <laughs> You wouldn't know which way to go. <laughs> I'd like to know how Claire would react to this. I would absolutely panic. I would 
die, I would jump up and jump out. You're right, I'd be gone. Pants up or down? Oh, my pants would be up. No, nobody needs to see that disaster as well. If, they, if there's something going on in the, <laughs> in the building, I need my pants up. I tell you what we need to talk about. We've had loads of messages about cutlery at work. People get really fucking angry about cutlery. Yes, right. we've got someone at work and she went, she labelled all the cupboards and said, if you, if everything isn't gone by five o'clock, it's going back down to the canteen and oh, she gets, yeah, she's on it. That was pre-COVID as well. Imagine going back, what it's going to be like then. So if you've got a story about any cutlery drama at work, because we've got five in our inbox and that is without me asking for cutlery dramas. So if you've got one, not bad for a Monday at hotmail.com or you can go to our Facebook page or you can tweet me at Steph Breakfast and we will share the cutlery dramas because people are living on a knife edge hey. and it's fucking unbelievable. How long has that taken you to come up with, Steph? <laughs> I literally just thought that on the top of my come head. On. I was really impressed with myself. We need a spoon I punt. need a spoon one. I need a, I need a spoonerism. <laughs> That'll do. <laughs> anyway, um... I'm going to so challenge you here, Steph, because I think that sounds a bit boring. No, this is full-on cutlery wars about people, like, a fork going missing and everyone kicking off and, like, staff meetings having to be called and people, like, getting in real trouble. I'm just saying, to me, this sounds as dramatic as one of Claire's dreams. So the challenge is laid down. The gauntlet's been laid right. down. You need to impress me next time with cutlery. I will. Jeff, have I ever let you down? No. Damn, my guard dropped then and you made me say something nice. <laughs> Claire, do you know about cutlery dramas? It's a thing, isn't it? It's a total thing. Do you know what? We have in our drawer um, a fork. I know I'm pointing because I'm annoyed. And every time I open the drawer, I'm like, I hate this fork. And it's not one of my set of forks. It's obviously from work and I blame Al for that, not for me. Have you got a rogue fork? It's really annoying. I think we do. I'm not going to lie. I so think we do. Yeah. And it's, re it's really annoying. Just chuck it out. Yeah. And then you'll never see it again. Just what? Throw it away. Do you know what, though? I use it. The thing is, though, right? So I made some potato wedges well, tonight. Your bloody mind, I, know, I know. I really just like eating with it. I do. I do, but it's good for like poking food and doing all the bits that you don't want to do with your nice, your nice set. It's just Jeff, not a nice looking Tell me fork. there's not cutlery wars that we need to be talking about here because that is just one tiny story and look how much of a big part of Claire's life that is. I mean, we know Claire doesn't have much of a life and she loves love and... <laughs> <laughs> but... That was really low. <laughs> but, do you know what? Claire's not mentioned food hey. for an entire episode. Um, can I tell you a re another oh, funny no. story about Claire? Once we were in a restaurant hmm. and we were in a pasta place and you oh, know they come round with the parmesan <laughs> and they're like, do you want a bit of parmesan on? And you can go once, can't you? And you can go twice. So you can, you know when they go and they say, yeah, tell yeah, me yeah, when yeah. to stop. So you keep going, you keep going. Claire, I think that waiter was stood there about 20 minutes putting parmesan on your plate. To the point where the whole table's food was going cold because we were just waiting for the parmesan to stop on her plate. Oh. And he kept going, is that enough? <laughs> no, no, keep going, keep going. I think you had more parmesan oh, no. than pasta. Do you know what, it's awful. I used to go to a restaurant on the quayside and I went so, embarrassingly, I went so often that they just used to come round, they'll just leave it there for you. The whole <laughs> yeah. block of pasta. Or they'd put it in a bowl for us and just leave us the whole thing. Yeah, good times. <laughs> I need to get a life. Uh, so next week, 
I mean, I've got a couple of options because also we've had some cracking stories about job interviews. Oh, so, oh yes. Yeah. That's a that brilliant is, one. See, that's yeah. a guaranteed winner. Yeah. You've got to push bloody cutlery over the line. <laughs> there's money on this. Well, there's not. But <laughs> Hey, listen, Jeff, I've done a whole programme on the history of cutlery in Sheffield. So, I, and I go an hour's worth out of that. So don't give me any shit about cutlery not being interesting. We'll so do you're just the of... person to bring the cutlery. Come on. I can tell you all about why there's three prongs on a fork and why there's not okay. more. Oh, no, hang on. There are more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there is, yeah. <laughs> and Claire's from Tyneside. I don't get your point. I don't either. It's the name of a prong. Oh, is it? Right. Anyway, <laughs> so... Next week, I'm going to prove to you that cutlery is interesting. And if for whatever reason it isn't, then we will do job interviews. I reckon we could get about seven episodes out of job interviews oh, from the emails. Uh, do you know what? I think that might be my favourite one. We haven't even done it. <laughs> that says so much about all the other ones. Oh, no. Right? I haven't said that. I've loved all the other ones. But this, I think we'll get some crackers. Whatever. No, honestly, <laughs> love it. Right, next week then, Cutlery Wars it is. Bring it on, Steph. Bring it on. Yeah, bring your knife and fork and... Spoon. Fork off the pair of you. Do you know what it is? I was trying to think of something to say as well. It was going to be fork off, but that I couldn't get there quick enough. Damn. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.